It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. What was widely believed to be a Chinese surveillance balloon was shot down by USF 22s off the coast of South Carolina last weekend, an action that spurred lots of discussion, both for and against it. Then, this past Friday, another unidentified object was shot down again by a USF 22, this one over Alaskan airspace. On Saturday, it happened again. An unidentified object was shot down over northern Canada, making the third time in a week that U.S. fighter jets have taken down objects in North American airspace. And on Sunday, yep, it happened again. The U.S. military shot down another high-altitude object over Lake Huron on Sunday afternoon. This according to a U.S. official and a congressional source briefed on the matter. During a briefing on these encounters, a top U.S. general wouldn't rule anything out. Let's go to Helene Cooper, New York Times. This is for General Van Herc. Because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. And thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. Mm. Air Force General Glenn Van Herc, who's in charge of monitoring North American airspace, said on Sunday he wouldn't rule out any explanation for the series of recent unidentified airborne objects, including aliens. He said, quote, I'll let the intel community and the counterintelligence community figure that out. But a second defense official said there was no evidence of extraterrestrial involvement. Mm, okay. But again, General Van Herc, the commander of NORAD said he hasn't, quote, ruled out anything, quote, I'm not going to categorize them as balloons. We're calling them objects for a reason, he said. Just as the weekend was beginning on Friday afternoon, officials were carrying out a five-hour search of the home of the former Vice President Mike Pence. And guess what they found? Yep, another classified document. They also took six other pages that did not have classified markings. This planned search came after other classified papers were found at the homes of Pence, President Biden, and, you know, the other former guy. Now, moving down to Florida, the College Board lashed out Saturday at Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, and his state's education department, saying that their disparagement of the College Board's new advanced placement African-American studies course amounted to slander. This after a statement last month from the Florida Department of Education spokesman who said that the AP class, now under a pilot program at about 60 public schools nationwide, quote, lacks educational value and is contrary to Florida law. And they even implied that the class contained falsehoods. The spokeswoman, Cassie Palelis, said, quote, if the course comes into compliance and incorporates historically accurate content, the department will reopen the discussion. Well, on Saturday, the college board issued a response saying it was time, quote, to clear the air and set the record straight. 
This group oversees the AP program and the SAT, and they said that they regretted not immediately denouncing the Florida Department of Education's slander and that its failure to speak up, quote, betrayed black scholars everywhere and those who have long toiled to build this remarkable field. Well, DeSantis, who also recently called for the defunding of diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida's state colleges and universities, yeah, he did, last month said that AP class taught elements of a, quote, political agenda. More recently, some on the academic left have denounced the College Board for revisions the group recently made to the class, changes that they view as caving to conservatives, but that the nonprofit College Board has argued were strictly apolitical. Yeah, right. Well, last week, Florida's Department of Education released a timeline suggesting that it had been privately protesting to the College Board for months about the course. The state agency said it was grateful that the nonprofit made some alterations to the course, but that it wanted more information before it could grant approval. This is just embarrassing. And yes, racist. Florida, indeed. Oh, and as DeSantis is pushing for what he calls constitutional carry, that means giving every Floridian the right to carry a gun without a permit or any kind of registration requirement, we now learn that as DeSantis prepared for an election night party in downtown Tampa last year, his campaign asked city officials to ban weapons from his victory celebration. And to add insult to injury, the campaign suggested that the city take responsibility for the ban on firearms, not the governor, who's been a vocal supporter of gun rights. Amazing. Over in France, thousands of people took to the streets on Saturday in a widespread protest against the government's plan to overhaul the French pension program. Get this. The French government is trying to raise the full retirement age from, are you sitting down? From 62 to 64, really. At least three days of nationwide strikes have been seen since the start of the year, at the largest of which more than a million people came out in support of keeping the pension age at 62. But union officials said the protest numbers had begun to dip as workers could no longer afford to go out on repeated strikes. But they did remain optimistic that the thousands of marchers would be able to send a message to French President Emmanuel Macron to not touch the program. 64, huh? All right. Well, although there are still a handful of live rescues from the rubble of the massive earthquakes that hit Turkey and Syria last week, there are still those miracles. Like more than 150 hours after the collapse, a six-year-old boy and a pregnant woman were pulled out alive. But unfortunately, most of the rescue work now has turned to recovery. And investigators are wasting no time in placing blame as the death toll now tops 33,000. Turkish officials on Saturday issued 113 arrest warrants for contractors in connection with buildings that collapsed during the quake. Turkish state media said that a number of these individuals have already been taken into custody and more arrests are likely to follow. But the actions were seen by some as a way for the Turkish government to shift blame away from themselves. President Erdogan has himself faced criticism for the alleged slow pace at which rescue efforts are being conducted. And finally, there was a big football game Sunday night and the Kansas City chefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles 
38 to 35 and Super Bowl LV11 57. Super Bowl 57. The Chefs overcame a 24 to 14 deficit, kicking the winning field goal in the final seconds of regulation play following a holding call that allowed Kansas City to wind down the clock. Chefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, I think, threw for 182 yards and three touchdowns with no interceptions, including a 26-yard run on the final drive. The Chefs, what? Not the Chefs? The Chiefs? As in Indian Chiefs? Oh, well, that's different. Never mind. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button.